You're listening to the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. The Morning Buzz on 90.3. 90.3. 90.3. 90.3 WMSC. WMSC. WMSC Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Good morning, radio listeners. You're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. Uh, This is the Friday edition of the Morning Buzz. And I'm Lizzie Gallagher, joined in the virtual studio by Jake Getz and our newscaster Anna Broadhead and our sportscaster Cameron Martin. Awesome. Yeah. How are you guys feeling in the virtual studio today? I always like to check in with y'all. I'm pretty good. I got my coffee. Get your coffee. Nice. Uh, looks like it's going to be a sunny day. So big improvements from the terrible weather that it's been this past week oh yeah definitely. yeah seriously yesterday was so dreary <laughs> it was like, i got yeah. my orange juice i got my orange juice so i'm pretty excited to uh nice i love the shades thank you thank you that like totally makes the vibe <laughs> yeah why, why are you wearing shades indoors real quick just <laughs> hey <laughs> it's it's my style it's the, it's the way yeah. i see it okay i'll try not I'll, I'll i won't hurt your style i'll just I, I respect you, Cam. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> well, anyways, Jake, what are we talking about today on our show? Today, we are going to be discussing the U.S. approaching 10, uh, 10, 100 million vaccines administered. Uh, an asteroid is coming our way. How close will it get? Very That's spooky. a big one. Very spooky. Uh, how, and the House passes the DREAM Act. Lovely. What's that? I want, I Day to find we'll out. Find out. Yeah. <laughs> and Anna, how about you take it away with your lovely newscast? All right. Good morning, Buzz listeners. This is Anna Broadhead bringing you this morning's top news stories. In Washington, D.C., the Biden administration is expecting to hit their goal of having 100 million Americans vaccinated for COVID-19 by the end of the day Friday. Since the administration is planning on hitting their 100-day vaccination goal, quote, way ahead of schedule, unquote, the U.S. is finalizing plans to send a combined 4 million doses of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine to Mexico and Canada in the coming days. The administration wants to make clear that the first priority is vaccinating Americans, but that helping our neighbors is a key step in moving forward. In New Jersey, 19-year-old Elias Irizarry, a Montclair High School graduate and current freshman at the Citadel, was charged with storming the Capitol during the January 6th insurrection. Irizarry was seen on several photos and videos breaking through Capitol windows and walking inside the building with a metal pipe. Irizarry appeared in federal court this past Tuesday and was freed on a $25,000 bond. He's due back in court in DC for a hearing on March 22nd. If you've been missing theater as much as I have, you're in luck. Montclair State Theater and Dance students collaborated with television production to safely put together their performance of Working a musical where people talk about what they do all day and how they feel about what they do. The world premiere of MSU's Working will be at the Department of Theater and Dance Virtual Festival. The exact date is TBD, but you can find updates on their website if you're interested. And now for a quick weather report, it's gonna be a sunny day in Montclair today. The high for the day is 44 degrees and the low is 28 degrees. Sunset will be at 7.08 p.m. tonight. That's it for today's news update. This is Anna Broadhead reporting for WMSC 90.3. Thank you, Anna. You know, 44 degrees after like the rainy day we had yesterday, like I'll take it, you know? Yeah, it's coming (laughs) back up slowly. 
slowly but surely. As long as it's a sunny day, you know, I think it's going to be a good day. I, I don't know. I it's love a Friday. Days. It's, it's a, a Friday. Day. Yeah. Uh, it's always gonna... good to have sunny days. What'd you say, Kim? It's always good to have sunny days. For sure. They definitely brighten my mood. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I know we're all sick of COVID, but unfortunately, we have to talk about it. And we actually have some good news. Oh, well, just kidding. Bef- just kidding. Before <laughs> that, before that, I promised you, Cam, I wouldn't forget. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Cam, <laughs> take it away with your sports guys. All right. So yesterday, the NFL has a new TV deal. And it's good to the 2033 NFL season. This deal includes uh, network shows, including ABC slash ESPN, NBC, CBS, Fox, and Amazon. The deal is worth one, over $100 billion, and for the first time ever, well, the, for the first time since 2006, the big game is heading back to ABC. New England Patriots center David Andrews agrees to a four-year deal. The Bears, Allen Robinson, the Bears and Allen Robinson agreed to their franchise tag. The receiver will make $18 million this season. And the, Bills all, the Bears also got rid of former All-Pro cornerback Kyle Fuller in order to save cap space. The New York Giants, the former Pro Bowl tight end, agreed to a two-year, $16 million deal. And quarterback Deshaun Watson is in the middle of a scandal. Three different lawsuits were filed against him this week. And the NFL will investigate those allegations. In the NHL, the Devils took on the Penguins at the Prudential Center. Jack Hughes stole the show with two points and gave the Devils the 3-2 win, holding the Pittsburgh rally short. The Flyers were at 3-0 going into this third period. The Islanders rallied back. With a little over two minutes left to play, Oscar Lindblom hit the go-ahead to win the game. The go-ahead goal to win the game. In terms of the NBA, Donovan Mitchell and Bradley Beal had a battle in the nation's capital as the Wizards hosted the Jazz. Both of them combined for 85 points, but Beal's 43 points gave Washington the 131-122 victory. Julius Randle took over last night in the Garden with an 18-point triple-double. And a last-second steal by Reggie Bullock, the Knicks were able to come away with the 94-93 victory. Young Timberwolves stars Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns combined for 83 points and a 123-119 thriller last night against the Suns. Old man LeBron James took on baby LaMelo in L.A. LeBron showed the rookie ball the reason why the Lakers are defending champions. Behind his 37 points, L.A. won 116-105. And college troops... March Madness is back. After last year's tournament has been canceled due to the ongoing pandemic, we are finally back to enjoy the greatest amateur sporting spectacle in the nation. Tip-off begins at 12.15 if you're interested. And and MSU MSU Athletic News, today would have been the NJAC Women's Basketball Championship. However, COVID protocols forced the third contest between the Red Hawks and the Gothic Knights of New Jersey City to be postponed until Tuesday, March 30th. The women's basketball team will take on Kane Tuesday, March 23rd at the Panthers Athletic Center. Tomorrow, men's soccer will take on Kane at Union at 1 p.m. Women's soccer takes on Kane at Pitcher Field. Game starts at 11 a.m. And the football team will take on Wesley at Sprague Field. The game will start at 2. This is your sporting report for Friday. Wow. Thank you, Cam. And and just going back to your sports cast, did I hear you say that the New Jersey Devils won? Yeah, they, they won. Have... Wow. I, uh, see, unfortunately, I'm a, I'm a Penguins fan, so I've I seen it firsthand. Mm. So. That makes me happy that they won. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry your team didn't win, but are you from New Jersey, Cam? 
I'm from New Jersey. And why aren't you rooting for the devil? I mean, okay, maybe I shouldn't yeah, ask. Like, so, <laughs> let me explain yourself. Let me clarify. So let me clarify this. I, first of all, I'm specifically from South Jersey. So you would think, you know, I, I would be a Flyers fan because, you know, I'm right there. But growing up, I've always been a Steelers fan. And I always had this idea that if I'm going to like one team from a certain city, I might as well like all the teams from the city. Just You're going to so commit. Yeah. It, it, I might as well be all in for the, for the, the sports city. Okay. I can respect that. Although you're from New Jersey. Hey, it happens. <laughs> Where's your Jersey pride, Kim? Come on. Do you at least like bagels? Oh, I don't do that. No. Bagels, listen. I mean, I, I haven't, I mean, yeah, we have, we have good bagels up here in New Jersey anyway, but like, I'm not much of a bagel person as it is. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. well do you like pizza? Who doesn't like pizza? We have the best pizza in the nation. Oh, okay. Wow. See, yeah, that? Okay. there we go. We're fine. Right. No more grudge against you, Kim. We're good. We got it all sorted out. I'm not even going to go into Park Girl Taylor here. We're not doing that today. <laughs> no, You're we from don't South need to Jersey. I'm from North Jersey. We're not you doing know, that. We're, we're, another time. Another time for now. <laughs> another <Yeah>. time. <laughs> but anyways, let's uh, dive into some COVID-19 news. Jake, take okay, it away. Joe. So Biden says U.S. Hit, to hit 100 million virus goal on Friday. Wait, that's today. Oh, man. Um, Biden said, I'm proud to announce that tomorrow, today, because this was yesterday, uh, 58 days into our administration, we will have met our goal. Promise to unveil a new vaccination target next week as the U.S. is on pace to have enough of the three currently authorized vaccines to cover the entire adult population just 10 weeks from now. Uh, The Biden administration the Biden administration just revealed the outlines of a plan to loan a limited number of vaccines to Canada and Mexico as the president announced the U.S. is on the cusp of meeting this 100-day goal and is way ahead of schedule, uh, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Is, I remember uh, we, we reported on this a few weeks ago and it said the same thing, like we're way ahead of schedule. It's just that yeah. now we're way, way closer, so now we can definitely see we're way ahead of schedule, which is pretty awesome yeah no very cool it is uh shocking it's it's funny um i don't know it's it's cool that the vaccine process is going so well like it seems like they're really like they've really mobilized uh and um i feel like um i don't know i haven't like heard much about how that actually is happening you know like i don't know um, like how they're being like distributed yeah and, and like that the actual like process of how they're being distributed and like you know um i guess it's it's mostly just uh if you yeah qualify, i guess you like register with cars online and, stuff, and like, you make an appointment know. and it'll be it'll be interesting to witness the may 1st madness oh yeah <laughs> I'm i'm just i'm curious as to how people are gonna I don't know. It'd be a little chaotic on that day, just because, just because you're eligible oh, yeah. doesn't mean you're getting an appointment on May first. But oh, you know. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the appointments are being a little bit more streamlined, because I was eligible to get the vaccine through my work. Um, oh, awesome! I was in Group One A actually, but it was chaos to get an appointment. I was checking yeah. for almost a month every day, wow. and I finally was able to secure it. But now I'm hearing like my friends who. They've kind of opened up eligibility like through family members or like people you live with mm-hmm. and they've been able to get appointments pretty easily so i'm hoping that um you know facilities are just more well equipped to 
handle the large amount of people, which I think is a great thing that are eager to get vaccinated and kind of move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our country has definitely changed its minds about the vaccine. I think at first we were all a little skeptical. I mean, I think there are people who are still skeptical, which is fair enough. You have every right to be, you know, especially given some history there. But I think most people are coming around and they are eager, like you said. Yeah, Yeah. people want to be done with this. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I, I was I, I was always skeptical about it because I always like how did they how are they able to mass produce so many vaccines so fast? But yeah. you know, now as I've seen more and more research, more and more science done, it's like okay, well, maybe it's not that bad of an idea, bad of an idea. And I have people back at home who uh, my friends they they got vaccinated, and, they, and once I hear how they're feeling, I'm, that's that's gonna probably uh, determine my uh, my status on how I. Yeah, Yeah, I know a handful of people have been vaccinated who were, um, I think, you know, just getting a vaccine can make you a little under the weather, just like naturally. But I think aside from that, the virus is more dangerous than the vaccine overall. I think we're seeing that more and more as more and more people get it. I'm definitely not afraid to get it like I I once was because it it, like like you said, Cam, it just didn't make sense to me how they had done it so quickly. It made me a little nervous. You know, I think before this, the quickest vaccine to come out took four years, and this one took less than a year. And part of that is, you know, resources and the fact that this pandemic is, you know, ongoing and there's, you know, like it's happening in the now. And that gave them, I think, more uh, tools to work with, if that makes sense. Maybe that's also, I I don't think it's ever been so like, uh, pressing exactly it's never been that urgent (laughs) like it's like yeah there's a virus and we gotta deal with it but like now it's like oh wow the entire world is being put on hold for us to make this little vaccine well i don't know i'm not little that was weird but um, i was definitely quite weary at first because like you guys are saying it was just so fast and i was like i don't know how comfortable i feel with like science that has not been long-term tested but, you know, seeing my coworkers, my grandparents, like um, the leaders of the world getting this vaccine, I had more trust mm-hmm. that they wouldn't put those people in danger. And honestly, right. it was not bad at all. First dose, little arm soreness, second dose, arm soreness. And I was like a little bit tired, like as if you had a cold, but within 24 hours, you are feeling a-okay and ready to breathe in fresh air, but still wear a Aww. mask for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, breathe, breathe yeah. in the fresh air but through the mask or two. Yes. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people are, oh, sorry, Cam, what were you going to say? I don't like needles, so like that's oh. kind of another, that's kind of like another reason why I don't want to get vaccinated. Oh. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I am not a fan of needles. At all, I'm not so. either. I'm terrified of them. It no, was the I don't least think... painful vaccine I've ever gotten because the dose is super well, tiny. A little bit better. You yeah, yeah, no. quite literally don't feel it. It was like easier than a flu vaccine, easier than like your most basic vaccine. It's nice. Nice. Nice to. (laughs) No, yeah. Needles are not easy for me. No. Um, Like, I don't know. I remember I saw a newscast on, um, like, you know, COVID vaccinations, and they just showed somebody getting it, like, up close and, like, like, on their arm as they're doing it. And I don't know. Normally, I'm not a squeamish person. Like, I don't know. But that really, like, that got to me. I didn't like that. Like, I'm screaming uh, right now, man. Yeah, I don't, even know. I don't think no. I'm, I'm a very squeamish person. Everyone who knows me knows that. 
just even <laughs> hearing you say that, I'm picturing it in my head, and I'm just like, yeah, and it yeah. was like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that at all. Um, why, why, why the extreme? Yeah, like I didn't need to see it. Like <laughs> I don't know, zoom out a bit, you know? There's no need for that. I guess uh, they're just trying to show it's like safe yeah, or something. I don't yeah. need to see that. Thank no. God I didn't. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. That, yeah. I believe Cam is, you. Cam is shaking his head. He's like, this ain't oh. it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, definitely bring like some music or a book. If, like oh, if or when you get idea. your appointment. Because like, I'm not afraid of needles in the slightest. I, I don't have problems with vaccines ever. But just like waiting in a line for like an hour, mm -hmm. like your mind starts racing a little bit. Oh no. And so I was like, okay, no, I need to calm myself down a little bit because mm -hmm. I don't want to like accidentally pass out just because of my anxiety after I get the vaccine, not actually because of the vaccine. I'm like, I can't that become would be a statistic. <laughs> so I just like put in my headphones, tuned it out, and then we were good. That's good. That's good. See, yeah, and wow. Anna's telling us advice. to be prepared. Now I won't, you know, go on thinking I'll get my vaccine right away. Because, you know, you'll make an appointment, but you'll still wait an hour. Yeah. That makes sense. I'll bring a yeah. good book. Go for the one that's yeah. nice. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry, what did you say, Cam? Hopefully that the weather is nice that day when I make uh, my uh, Oh, yeah. Wait. Just look at the clouds. And yeah, the... wait, Anna, did you have to wait in a waiting room with, like, other people? Um, or did you have to wait in your car or something? I'm just curious. Well, the first dose I got like kind of early February and okay. it was done at um, like a fire department, but they're, um, they're like corporate building. Mm, okay. So mm -hmm. Not the actual like firehouse. Right, and right. And it was a pretty large building. And so they had a snaked inside the building all like spaced out. Oh, and nice. you just like wait in the line. You get, there's like different checkpoints to, you know, check your ID, check your appointment ID. Right. And then you get the vaccine, then get pulled, put into like, this sounds awful, but it's like a corral to sit down for 15 minutes and then you're allowed to leave. Um, the second- Oh no, that makes sense. The same location, but it was quite warm that day. And so they had everyone lined up outside. Ah. So once you got inside, the process was quite a bit more streamlined. Right. That's, that's good they had people wait. waiting outside, especially if it was a nice day. Yeah. And according to our producer, Kenny Horn, we've got a fun fact about how New Jersey is projected to be one of the first states to reach herd immunity because of the vaccine, according to a vaccine distribution tracker. Oh, that's an and, interesting figure. And that's interesting because New Jersey is super dense and populated yeah. and just always crowded. So that's wow. interesting. But maybe that's, maybe that's why that we have the potential to be one of the first states to reach herd immunity immunity because we have so many people yeah that might be i'm not really sure that's really interesting i'm not really familiar about what makes the state more like i don't know uh like right like work with that more um yeah i'm not sure maybe it's just i, I don't know i feel like a lot of factors would go into play there yeah i'm sure and uh, as our producer, Kenny Horn, explains, it's potentially as early as May or June that we could reach this herd immunity. And he says, because we were infected so badly first, which makes sense. Hmm. We were definitely one of the states that was the most affected, is still the most yeah. affected, just because we have so many people. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So it and does so make sense. so close to New York. Yeah, exactly. So close to New York, which also was 
badly affected. I mean, you know, like how Texas doesn't even wear masks anymore. Not that that's the right decision, but you know, there there are some states that I've heard like sort of um, more rural parts of like the more of the middle of the country where they don't worry about it as much. Just as mm-hmm. I've heard from from friends that I know, and they don't, I don't know, they're not as strict about masks, or they just because they have like no cases in their town. Because if it's like a small rural town, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But New Jersey's yeah. the exact opposite. <laughs> I know at the um, beginning of the vaccine distribution, West Virginia was actually one of the states that was doing the best. Which when I first heard that, hmm. not gonna lie, I was like a little bit surprised because it's very. Um, rural and, you know, a lot of, I don't want to put people in a box, but a lot of conservative people who were um, apprehensive of the vaccine, but it turns out they don't have a lot of uh, chain pharmacies. They're kind of your ma and pa pharmacies. And so they trust the people. They have a lot of trust with the people they see every day. And so when these ma and pa pharmacies were given vaccines, um, the people trusted them. And so they were more willing to go out and get vaccinated. Um, the figure is no longer the same. West Virginia is not still in the top, but it's good that they got out to an early lead. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty. So as, as dangerous as COVID-19 is, you know what's more dangerous? What? I, An I asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> that could be pretty bad. Like, I don't yeah. know. An asteroid, like... <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Asteroids are just inherently scary. I, I feel like every plot or at some point for like those teen TV show dramas is like, an asteroid's coming. We have to hide in our shelter or something. Like, I feel like oh, that's yeah. a, a common theme or some dramatic natural disaster type, which I mean, yeah, they do happen. But I feel like I hear like an asteroid's coming by Earth yeah. way too often in, <laughs> in shows and stuff. <laughs> but for reals, though, a huge near-earth asteroid is just zipping by this weekend it's coming in (laughs) for Um, real (laughs) yeah yes giant asteroid wait do you want to read it or should i i'll I'll, I'll take a spin at it yeah go for it a giant asteroid believed to be as wide as the empire state building's height will be zipping toward earth this weekend on sunday march 21st two days from now just in case you forgot today's friday (laughs) experts say there's no reason to freak out even though it's technically classified as quote a potentially hazardous asteroid unquote officials from nasa's jet propulsion laboratory said in a statement issued earlier this month quote there is no threat of a collision with our planet now or for centuries to come end quote the rock won't come closer than 1.25 million miles which sounds very far yeah but but in astronomical measurements, that's considered a close call. That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what astrologers or or astronomers. Those are two very different things. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's funny. Yeah, so it it'll come close for in terms of you know like astronomical measurements, but it's they're saying experts are saying it's not an actual threat. And since it is coming so close, I bet you're wondering the same thing as me when I first saw this story is where can I see it? And unfortunately from New Jersey, it'll be really, really tough to actually see. If you're living in the Southern hemisphere of the world, it'll be a lot easier to see, but specifically from New Jersey, 
you would need like an eight inch diameter telescope or larger to see it at all and you'd probably need to be in a certain area if you are if you do happen to have an eight inch diameter telescope your best bet is to look um for it sunday 3 a.m so even though it's coming earlier that is technically when it's the best time to actually physically see it in our area so if you got a telescope i guess you can <laughs> go out and watch the asteroid just zip on by and if you don't have a telescope like me i think like most people um you can if you would like to you can check out the virtual telescope project which will have a live a live video feed online which i think i'll be checking out because that sounds so cool <laughs> you guys have any telescopes lying around i no. think i have a tiny one i don't really? know i remember there was one I don't know it's like a vague memory you know like mm. like something that like like was around when you were really young it's, it's probably not an, an eight inch diameter one that sounds fancy yeah, it sounds definitely really wasn't big. anything like that yeah i have a uh, i have a toilet paper roll does that count i don't i don't believe so <laughs> i'll have to check with nasa though yeah i'll, I'll get back to you yeah might have to dig through a costume bucket to find a little <laughs> pirate costume oh, yeah. telescope like which Pirates i'm the sure Caribbean. will i'm nah, sure it'll capture the asteroid perfectly the essence yeah the essence of the asteroid <laughs> is this is this every science fiction show ever in asteroids mm -hmm. coming to earth like i guess it's more common than i thought because this is actually happening yeah, this is like... <laughs> but it's I not mean, coming listen. close enough to hurt us where i feel like in tv shows they're like it's gonna hit our exact yeah. town in this exact spot like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of wild to think about that. There's an asteroid that's you know, close, quote, air quotes, yeah. close. I but mean, hey, one point two five million miles away, and that's that is considered crazy. Close. Our producer told us that, like, for reference, like, like you hear one point million, uh, one point twenty five million miles, and it's like, wow, that sounds pretty far. But it's like for reference, the moon is two hundred and forty million miles away whoa so like okay now like, I'm scared. It's, it's funny because you know they say like oh in astronomical evid um right like terms but it's like oh, okay but like you know what do astronomers know but now it's like oh wait that's that now that feels really close so if you're in a place where you can like in a southern hemisphere your country where you'll be able to see it more clearly mm -hmm. you'll be able to see it just it, at like, all i don't I think if you're in a certain part of the Southern Hemisphere, you won't need a giant telescope to look at it. I think you'd oh, be able wow. to just see it out your window, maybe. I don't know. If it's <laughs> as wide as the Empire State Building is tall, like, how how big will it look, like, in perception oh, yeah. of the sky? Like, will it look like it's just like, look a shooting like. star, or will it look like a rock flying through the sky? You know, that's a really good question. One, one thing that this article from NJ.com did mention is that it'll it won't be, like, right it'll be like dark like mm -hmm. it'll be like kind of hard to see in a way because i mean it is a giant rock but it it won't like twinkle like a star like i guess in those like science fiction movies and like how it looks yeah, like, like magical or whatever like it'll just it'll be really dark and hard to see i think even if you're in a place where it's easier to see so huh yeah, yeah i guess it's not like a like you know an asteroid or anything with like a tail yeah <laughs> you know like Sozin's comment or like whatever 
I, I, I'm trying to picture how large it would be, like, like if it was on our campus. Like, does oh, that even man. make sense? For like reference, like, how big would it be if it was just like, I don't know, on our football field? Like, I don't know. My, my. Insane. I don't know. I don't know the scale, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they described it in the article as like Earth-sized. Earth-sized. Earth wait, that's, which that's I don't cool. know if that's right. Wait, whoa, we need we need to check that. Yeah, Hold that's, on. That's, that's kind of uh, something else. Wait, no, I don't think I saw it in the NJ.com article. There was the, in the space.com article that it cited. So it's not hmm. like perfectly round? Because if it's Empire State Building, With. if it's an Empire State Building wide, then it's, is it just going to be like a cylindrical in, flying rock? In, in this nj.com article that it does have a picture of it oh, and it's it? it's not like a perfect circle i mean it's um i mean i don't know it just looks like a giant rock like Wait, is i don't know how else to describe it this house gonna fly around just gonna you know just fly this kind of just go across <laughs> this yeah wow insane you guys think you will um try to look at it on the live video feed um, I mean, maybe after the fact. I don't sleep, so I'll probably, I'll probably watch it. I think I would love to watch it live and just see it right as it passes by Earth. Because that, seeing it in real time, like, yeah, that's got to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know much about science and space, but it, it does jazz me up. Like, it is so no, interesting to me. Because really cool. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I think it's interesting for, like, you know, a common folk to be able to be like so up up close and personal with cool, you know, space science because we don't usually get the opportunity besides just looking at the sky. Do you guys remember a couple of years ago when there was, um, I, I think it was an eclipse of the one kind or another. Oh yeah. You had to get like special glasses to view it. I remember going outside and well, one, I didn't get the special glasses, so I was literally, like, blinded by the light. And then my neighbor gave me some, and it was really cool. Did you guys see that? Yeah, uh, I think I it did. Was, it was a, I want to say, mm, five years ago? No, more no, than no, seven. or eight. No, it was, it was kind of recent. No, it was recent. It was the like it was, like, it was, it was like during the Trump administration. Like, like, oh, I remember I'm thinking of the other up. one. Like <laughs> no, I'm thinking of a later one. I didn't view the more recent one. It was like 2018, like 2017, 2018, yeah, around something that, like around that. that 2017, according to our producer. Huh. Either there was two that I remember, or I'm just like totally not remembering time right. There was, <laughs> I, effect. I think there was another one. Like a oh. little, little ways ago, but that's yeah. yeah, I don't remember. I remember there being one when I was in middle school. I that, think that one was smaller. That was that was much uh-huh. smaller scale. I remember that it was it was a smaller scale compared to 2017s. Wow. Tw- I think twenty. I think twenty. The one back like 2015, 2014. Mm. I think that that one was more of a partial partial solar eclipse. And yeah, one, yeah. This one was a uh, fast one. The 2017 was a. Uh, total solar eclipse yeah if i remember correctly it's really fascinating i don't know i'm just i'm so easily amused by space things because it just i don't know it just doesn't make any sense like why they're i don't i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like eclipses asteroids it's it's the moon it's one of those things that like i 
it's kind of like I, why I enjoy science because mm-hmm. there's just so much to so much to uncover. I feel like yeah. there's there's so much always to discover with science too. Mm-hmm. It's just like never ending. Like we'll yeah. never, not like we'll never figure out the entire depths of the world, but like there's so much there's so much Earth to discover, and then yeah, you know, yeah, there's still discovering beyond. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Why not live through another historical event? Yeah. Oh, and add it to our list. And uh, no, yeah, Global this is no, 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 one and done. Not that the asteroid would hit Earth. <laughs> not yeah. that it would hit Earth, but just that we can see it from a safe distance. That would be pretty crazy. Earth. Living through, like, I don't know, an asteroid hitting Earth. Like, I'm okay with well, just or living I guess through maybe not Earth. Living, living through the pandemic is enough for me. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. good with that. I'm okay with that. I, I could tell that to my grandkids. I don't oh, need yeah. to tell them about you know True. when we the asteroid hit. We used to do school through Zoom. And we wore masks. They're probably um, going to do that. It's going to be entertaining. I'm actually quite excited for those moments in my life, telling Ooh, about yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> well, anyways, we're going to take a little bit of a break on the morning buzz. And you, if you just tuned in or you just woke up, you've been listening to ninety point three WMSC Upper Montclair. Welcome back to the morning buzz. You've been listening to ninety point three WMSC Upper Montclair, and this is, of course, the Friday edition of the morning buzz and i'm your host leslie gallagher joined by my co-host uh jake gets <laughs> you were on mute there for a second weren't yeah, you yeah <laughs> i know it, it was tough <laughs> gotta wake up come on jake let's go <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by our newscaster anna broadhead and our sportscaster cameron martin lovely lovely day in the virtual studio <laughs> yeah and or we at least just... as far as i could tell i haven't looked outside yet that I mean, I I took a walk outside just to get here today, and it was, um, I don't know, not bad. Beautiful sunrise yeah. as usual. It's outside, Jake, yeah. no you, hurricanes. Jake, no, if you see my if you no see my face right now, if you see my face right now. This is oh yeah, it looks like there's some sunlight coming on you. And I have the I have the the blinds up, so uh, oh wow, time. so it's uh, it's, it's very bright today. Yeah, nice. Partially as well with shades. Part of what's nice about um, I don't know, doing this show is that. I do get to walk here and I do see the sunrise and it's just, Aww. it makes me so happy. It's just so pretty. The sun rising over our campus. I don't know. Yeah, no, mornings are so like beautiful. Like, I don't know, sometimes mm-hmm. I wake up and I, like, I don't even see the sun. Like, yeah. And it's funny, you think that'd be like motivation to get me to wake up really? But like, unless like there's a reason like. <laughs> I've I've tried to be like, oh, I want to watch the sun rise every morning and get up early. And I just, I can't get myself to do that. <laughs> if I don't need to be up early, I don't think I will. I mean, even though the sunrises are beautiful, I probably should. But here's the thing is, if you're a night owl, you'll always see the sun set. So yeah, that's pretty too. Yeah. It's very pretty. So, you know, pick your battles. And this just in our producer, Kenny Horn has never seen the sunrise. And I did like, double take when I saw him say that. I, I was like, wait, what? what? Is, how? <laughs> have, you, have, you never, have you never pulled an all-nighter before? <laughs> yeah, I never pulled an all-nighter yeah. no, <laughs> to the point where you see the sunrise. Wait, 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 forget that. Have you, never, have you never lived in college? Have you never had a college experience? Yeah. Yeah, or I Kenny, feel like what the heck? even oh, driving Kenny. to high school every morning in the winter. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Would, yeah, like, how do you see that? Like I would be in like first period gym class, like running a lap, and the sun's like just barely starting to rise. Oh my God. I yeah, like I saw that all the time. Are you a vampire? What time, what time did you get to school? I think Kenny's a vampire. 
Yeah, I remember like going to school, Jeez. and like the sun would rise like either in like first period or when you were on the bus or in your car. Yeah. Usually, usually on the bus. To the point where I'd blind you, <laughs> and yeah, you couldn't definitely. see where you were driving. <laughs> Kenny, we're um, gonna have a talk later about your sun yeah. lack of sunrise experience because it is truly beautiful to see in person. I think photographs are beautiful of it too. But like seeing a sunrise in person, like the photograph doesn't do it justice. It doesn't yeah. do it justice. Seeing I, I it dislike rise. It's taking a, pictures of sunrises. Yeah, they're. I guess they're a little um typical. I mean, yeah, they are know. beautiful, but it's it. It's a sight to see. Yeah. Kenny, yeah, your homework gonna... for tomorrow is to yeah, <laughs> watch the sunset. <laughs> watch the sunrise. All right, no, not that one. Okay. Yeah, He's, actually, I mean, it's Kenny... hard when you're not a morning person, but it is. Yeah, I would say a sunrise is more peaceful than a sunset because it's so quiet. True, true. He's telling us to move to the story because he wants us to stop bullying him. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny's Kenny's tired. Well, anyways, um, as we get more and more off topic on the Friday buzz, as usual, we're gonna head into our next story, Jake. Would you take it away for us, please? Yes. Um, after Georgia attacks, Asian Americans demand serious actions on bias. This is coming from the New York Times. Uh, from the mo- for, for most of last year, Asian Americans have sounded the alarm over the rising discrimination they have experienced and witnessed, fueled in part by racist language and false claims about the coronavirus by former President Donald Trump and other public officials. And now, uh, I'm sure it was covered on yesterday's buzz, the fatal shootings in Georgia of eight people, six of them women of Asian descent. Some scholars and activists said Tuesday's massacre was unsurprising after public officials and popular culture have for years downplayed the dangers of bias and stereotypes against Asian people. Law enforcement officials in Georgia seem to dismiss racial animus as a motive in the shootings, uh, even, you know, despite the fact that I don't know. It seems like there's there's literally so much racial bias. I mean, yeah, <laughs> from, from what I've read about, you know, this uh, particular shooting, I mean, the person, um, I don't know his name. And honestly, if I knew it, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, I no. want him to get media attention anyway. But the shooter literally was targeting women of color, Asian women yeah. specifically because he was going into like. Uh, yeah he knew where he was going like he knew what he was and like he went to separate locations yeah he went one, to like three i believe yeah three different like salon type places where you know typically m- mostly women go and clearly targeting them like yeah. very specifically like it was no accident that six out of the eight people wounded were you know asian women That's, yeah that's clearly racial bias. I mean, I I don't know how to make it any simpler for someone who does not understand, you know? It's... Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw, the, it was, I believe, like a press briefing yesterday yes. with a police chief, mm-hmm. and he was quoted as saying that the shooter was, like, just having a bad day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, no, that was just, Like, insane. all of his emotions just, like, built up and, like, popped. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Guess who's that, having a really bad day? Like yeah, the that families was, of the ugh, people that literally. he killed. Like there's that there's no reason to even bring that up. Like he killed people like point That's not period. that's not a normal response so to a bad weird. day. And it's not excusable. I can see if 
you know, that was said like, oh, he was having a bad day. Like, uh, then, I don't know, go take a nap or something. Yeah. Or go play with your dog. It's I don't know. One those, it's one of those things that, you know, you, it's, uh, it's unjustifiable. You can't, you can't justify that at all. Absolutely. And, you know, for everyone down in Atlanta that is affected by it, my deepest condolences and all my prayers are going out to you guys. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's just, it's just, a, it's just another example of how America is divided. We're supposed to be a nation that unites everybody, yet we still have issues like this. You know, having people, people of uh, Asian descent being targeted for something that our former president said was their mm-hmm. fault, but it's just like one of those things that you know we're all in this together. So why are we want to put the blame on put the blame on certain people? Right. It's it, it's it's kind of aligning to what uh, I don't want to say this, but it, what uh, Adolf Hitler was like when he first yeah, took over Germany. Absolutely. It, it's 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 just absolutely devastating and disgusting to see how how people are how people are treating other other human beings, not just American people, other human beings. It's just yeah, it, it's yeah. it's sad to see. Absolutely, and it's it's like that bias was is always been there for you know since even like the beginning of America's time. You know yeah. when Christopher mm-hmm. Columbus found this land, found in quotes because he didn't actually find it. You know, other people were here first. It started right back then, and all of these biases about other races and other countries, and you know, having you know our former president Donald Trump say even like these these little comments that to you know gonna call out my own people here white people think is harmless it's it is harmful even though if it's a a small comment comment that doesn't seem like it would hurt anyone because it escalates to you know pushing that agenda of that other races are inferior and it's just we don't need that (laughs) we don't need any of that because comments lead to action and then this no. is what happens. Can and have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely been like weird because over the past few months there have been incidents that have popped up, especially of elderly Asian people yeah. being attacked, which to me is like not, it's not okay to attack anyone, but especially people yeah. who don't even have the opportunity to defend themselves. It's mm-hmm. like, what what has like an elderly person done to you? And then they're happening in, in major cities, like. LA, Houston, Atlanta, New York. And some of those places I'm a little bit surprised at because they're so culturally diverse and Mm -hmm. so known for being um, welcoming of cultures. That's how the the cities get their character. And it's just crazy to see that people are being attacked for quite literally no reason besides Mm -hmm. their race. Yeah. What, What do you gain from that? What yeah, do you naturally no. gain for attacking someone of race? Like the only thing you get crimes. is yeah. Like yeah. the only thing that you get is just being labeled a racist and just all these other things that will come to you because it's just like there's no gain and you have everything to lose. I think it is. Yeah. It's so twisted that they no, actually, there's they no rational think... progression to it. There's yeah. no thought. It's just it's all just a gut feeling. There's no like I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I think it's literally that these you know white people think that they're superior and they're not we're not yeah (laughs) you know i mean you know i'm white fully and i 
I just I hate the actions of the people who happen to share that identity you know it's just Mm -hmm. it's just it's not it it's it's unfair and they think they're superior and they're not (laughs) we're all equals and we all have you know the the great thing about being from different cultures and different countries we have all different things to bring to the table you know it's it's something to celebrate not hurt people over hate crimes in America they need to be stopped you know something I'm very emotional about trying to keep my cool but it's just Mm -hmm. it's just dangerous you know yeah yeah I guess (laughs) I guess what we I I hate being like oh we can learn from this because it just it shouldn't get to this point but no yeah if you do too many examples exactly yeah you know it's like we have plenty of you know right there's so much history already it's like exactly I think what we can just to take something in a way anything is that your actions affect other people and comments that you say to other people uh, matter you know you know making racial jokes they're not funny (laughs) you know and comments and biases stereotypes just it's not funny and it's not okay i guess that's my psa for the day (laughs) yeah good psa good psa don't don't be that person you know, like those old commercials and they would play in the movie theaters where that one guy don't was be. like eating his popcorn loudly, be had this his guy. kicks, his feet up. Don't be that guy. No. <laughs> don't see, be that person. See him? That's not what you want to be. Yeah. It's not even like a don't be that guy. It's just be a decent human being. Right. Yeah. You know, have some compassion. But I think a big mm-hmm. problem too is these people aren't really being held accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're getting off on a pass of like, had a bad day like yeah no it's really interesting the media issues yeah the media narratives that are constructed like Mm -hmm. and even like i was reading like about this in the new york times and they were talking about like you know this in person went to church and like you know they did all this you know good things and it was like wait like i don't know it was really odd to read because i was like why should i care about this like why is this information relevant to me in this story Mm -hmm. and um I don't know it's really interesting like um even like you know maybe that stuff is true but it's like you're creating a narrative mm-hmm. and what are you trying to tell me with that like what is that you know larger thing and even in like the way they present them in their headlines oh know? my god yeah the headlines yeah. i'm sure you guys have been seeing circulating social media is like the at least i have is like the rewriting mm-hmm. of headlines to yeah the show. one new york times headline Right, like to show like the bias that's actually happening. Yeah, so just I, depicted it as um, as a just it was just like eight dead in the shooting in Georgia, right, or Atlanta, and um, it's like crosses out and it says eight Asian women or well, like it was like a hate crime targeting right. people. Like you know? a white person ha- does hate yeah. crime towards uh, eight people or six asian women or something like that mm-hmm. where they just say it how it is and as communication students who yeah. i mean i sometimes i i've taken a couple of journalism classes although it's not really the the path that i'm thinking of heading towards i've still taken a few classes and you know you're kind of uh taught to write headlines and i guess you know what might be a thing of the future is learning to write them a different way mm-hmm to just get right to the point and not blaming the victims just (laughs) blaming the person who had that bias yeah and calling it what it is if it's a hate crime don't call it anything on anything else 
exactly a hate crime's a hate crime and it's uh people make so many excuses like oh it just so happens that they were asian like no it, it was a hate crime yeah no it's yeah. really i don't know that's so like just like that's crazy to me like the, the amount of mental gymnastics you would have to do to kind of like say that this wasn't a hate crime is just like right i don't know it's like just admit that <laughs> just admit you're wrong that at that point like come on <laughs> but anyways uh jake you want to take it away with our next story Absolutely. The House votes to give millions of dreamers and farm workers a path to citizenship. The Democratic-led House voted on Thursday to create a path to citizenship for an estimated 4 million undocumented immigrants, reopening a politically charged debate over the nation's broken immigration system, just as President Biden confronts a growing surge of migrants at the border. In a nearly party-line vote of 228 to 197, the House first moved up moved to set up a permanent legal pathway for more than 2.5 million undocumented immigrants, including those brought to the United States as children known as dreamers and other granted temporary protection status for humanitarian reasons. Just nine Republicans said yes. Isn't this insane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, whoa, this is, I, they're bringing in almost four million undocumented immigrants i'm hearing this right that's uh 2.5 2. um well 5? it's creating a path the legal ah. pathway to citizenship for more than 2.5 um that's the part that i have in front of me right right um i feel like so many people would be mad about this but like oh yeah no it's a huge it's it's a very uh big very controversial issue yeah um for sure though I don't know. There's lots of data supporting that uh, immigration is actually pretty helpful to the economy. And hmm. um, I think a lot of people- um, I think I that's know. what people are most worried about is like yeah. jobs no. and economy stuff. So if there are more like studies to disprove that, then like I'm all for it. Yeah. I, I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to, I mean, I mean, I was born in America and I was just mm -hmm. here and these opportunities were just here and that was just my life. But imagine if I wasn't and, you know, having to fight for a family and go somewhere that's better for them. Mm -hmm. I can completely understand why people do that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, it's also like, um, kind of revealing to me how it's like, you know, these aren't just like, like people who just kind of show like I don't, I don't know for these 2.5 million people we're talking about it's not just you know r random it's just like right. um people who were brought here as children which you know mm -hmm. I think entitles them to some rights and right. um other people granted protected status for humanitarian reasons mm -hmm. so it's like these are like I don't know it's very justified in my opinion yeah I'd yeah. say if if we have space for people i i don't see why not yeah if that makes sense like i i mean Absolutely. giving people a better life and a better opportunity to live and especially if they have children like i, I don't know maybe i'm just yeah. naive and i know it's not that simple but like have a heart you know <laughs> yeah think, no human is illegal i think people sometimes get stuck in their ways of thinking because you know the argument about they take away jobs from you know yeah. these hard-working americans who got a college degree and whatnot, but if you have a degree, yeah, you know, this, like, this is making assumptions, but you're probably not gonna go to like a farming job mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, a minimum wage, like 
You're qualified for not more. Full-time yeah. job. Yeah, you're qualified for more. You're not competing of, with other people. I don't know if people like realize just how many immigrants are actually being cheated out of being paid minimum wage. Like they're yeah. being paid way less and they're doing insane amounts of work, which is hard labor mm -hmm. so that you can have, you know, fruits and vegetables at the grocery store and prices won't skyrocket. Yeah. so that you can have you know all of these little things that you don't even realize are being done by immigrants Of that this country was built off immigration as well so people yeah. always say yeah. that you know why should they why should they why should we lie to the men because the same people that we were the same people that were let in when we got off the boat to Ellis island when we got hit hit the, hit the coast like we're the same people that got in through that so if you have an issue with this is me going off this is me going off on a tangent no go for it if you have an issue about people being immigrants coming into your nation you were the you had ancestors. Your descendants were the same exact people that were that were immigrants many moons ago. Mm -hmm. And you know, Not I personally many. don't see an issue with it. You know, giving people an opportunity—that's that's something that you know not everyone has. If you are given an opportunity to you know make something of your life, it's just something that you know you will take advantage of every opportunity that you're given. You can't pass up an opportunity and just you can't deny people opportunities because at the end of the day. What if you're in their shoes? You you want the same opportunities as they would want the you want the same opportunities as them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. And uh, another thing I wanted to I guess kind of clarify. You said like you know many moons ago, like you know it was you know other people's ancestors coming, and it's like not that many moons ago. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like like you know like a lot of people came here like like I don't know two generations or one mm -hmm. generation or just like you know not long at all by like you know compared to you know people in europe who have you know families going back there for like centuries yeah um it's true i'm like third generation on one side and fourth on the other like mm -hmm. my grandparents are second. yeah wow yeah i think see it's not that long ago for so many people third. yeah it, and even like third and fourth not mm -hmm. that much in the grand scheme of things really not so yeah, it's really like when people say um you know this is kind of flashing back to like the topic of hate crimes, but yeah. when people tell um, really any people of color and especially immigrants, like, you know, we're in America, you speak English here, go back to your country. It's like, well, you can go back to your country too, because yeah. the people mm -hmm. that are on this land truly are the natives who are also being treated horribly. And so no one has a, like the basis or the right to be like, this is my land besides yeah. natives. And so it's, it's just amazing to see how entitled people can feel based mm -hmm. on their race and, yep. you know, their economic status or the power they feel they hold over other people. Mm -hmm. It's Absolutely. so true. Absolutely. Well, to close out the show with some good news and some good vibes of people being kind to each other, I will read you the story from the goodnewsnetwork.org. 
So apparently every Christmas season, delivery drivers can, you know, um, they're always slammed with packages and such. There is this uh, town in Pennsylvania called uh, Dauphin or Dauphin. Not sure how to say that, but this year they surprised um, a UPS driver who they deemed uh, essential and they gave him, I believe, a thousand dollars to just thank him for delivering their packages during the pandemic. And especially when, I don't know about you guys, but I think a lot of people ordered stuff even more during the pandemic. Like if it was just even more like groceries and just more stuff and people were buying things because, you know, it's a stress reliever. So it was really nice that uh, the people in Pennsylvania gave this UPS driver a little bit back. Humanity is real. People do have hearts. Oh, I know our last two sure. stories were quite yeah. huge dampers <laughs> yeah. on the show, but it's, it, I mean, it's, it is the news and it is what's yeah. happening. But never forget, there are good people out there. And I think we'll close out with that. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Friday edition of the Morning Buzz. You've been listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, and I'm your host, Leslie Gallagher, joined by my co-host, Jake, Jake Getz, <laughs> our newscaster, Anna Broadhead, and our sportscaster, Cameron Martin. And we hope you have a good weekend.